0: 800-949-8707.
1: It's about to go down. Burning your ears with another all-killer and no-filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with your host, Jim Beaver.
2: Lighting trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country.
1: Amy Hood.
2: What's up,
3: guys? I'm a professional fun haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver.
1: With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other. Jim Beaver.
2: Good morning and welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. This edition of the radio show being brought to you by our good friends at Subaru and Subaru Rally Team USA. A, as well as uh, Dirtfish Rally School, man, we're getting a little, uh, a little rally cross-y today, if that's even a word. But uh, yeah, we're uh, going back to, I guess some of my roots started this out, uh, and uh, man, we were knee deep in rallycross. You know, kind of grew this show along with Red Bull GRC. Served some time as their announcer, their MC, the host of GRC Live Radio. Met some amazing, phenomenal people like Miss Katie Osborne and uh, Kristen Kenny, and uh, my good friend Chris Leone and uh, pretty much every driver in the paddock. And I still keep in touch with all of them. I was actually texting with Steve Arpin this morning. who will be one of our guests next week on air, as well as uh, Chris Atko-Atkinson from Subaru. But uh, this week, it is all... Man, it's all about the uh, GRC finale. We got some uh, supercross to talk about. We got that big event, Monster Energy Cup. We got the Formula D finale coming up. It's a big weekend for motorsports. I know SUBI Fest happening out there in SoCal. Uh, so, we're going to talk about all that today. Guess, Patrick Sandel, driver for Subaru Rally Team USA in the Red Bull GRC Series, had a long career in rallycross, stage rally before that. Been about uh, eight, nine months since we caught up with Patrick. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, you know this uh, 2017 GRC Series and what's going on with Subaru. And then we got the young gun for Dirtfish Rally School in the Lights Series, Connor Martell, Connor the Hammer Martell. Uh, he's going to be calling in as well, and it's been uh, quite some time since we caught up with Connor. So uh, got a one-two punch there. Amy and I, like I said before, we got a lot to talk about. We answer some fan questions. We got Joe Duncan from Terracross calling in. And uh, we got some big news coming out of the Ken Block Camp. So, all that and more coming at you today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 15% 15% discount. As certain as the sun rises and sets around the world, OTSFF Group is dedicated to providing flexible, comprehensive, and reliable transportation solutions. Air transportation, ocean freight, ground transportation, or a combination of services. We offer innovative and custom-built packages specifically designed to meet your transportation needs. OTSFF Group has been keeping shipments moving globally for nearly two decades. OTSFF Group, flexible logistics services designed for you. More information at OTSFF. CSF.com.
1: Like what you hear, catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor Jim Beaver. Amy Hood here, bringing you another fun-filled episode of your favorite Action Motorsports radio show. Before we get to the fun, I do have to say my friends at General Tire are trying to give you guys $70. That's right. If you buy any four tires uh, between October 1st and October 31st, General Tire is going to give you a $70 prepaid gift card. Doesn't matter where you live, as long as it's in the United States. Uh, they're going to put some money back in your pocket by, by giving you $70 uh, from a qualifying set of four General Tires. Uh, that's all you have to do. Purchase four tires between October 1st and October 31st. And uh, go to GeneralTire.com slash promotions. And uh, you can apply for that $70 gift card that comes right back to you. All right, Amy Hood. I know you got some general tires on the Danger Ranger. Uh, you know, you guys uh, getting any kind I of? Do. S- yeah, you getting any kind of snow up there? I'm, I've seen like in Denver, it's snowing, and all these others. I wondered if the North Pole had any snow yet.
3: Well, actually, um, sorry to hear that Denver, but it's beautiful out. It's like seventeen degrees Celsius, obviously, and sunny here the last couple of days. Beautiful weekend. my Mcbray have not yet busted out the ice racing entire so uh you know hopefully i can get a whole other weekend of uh, riding two weeks i got a race in in the states and and yeah that's been beautiful and, and it's usually hit or miss and either by halloween we either have a torrential downpour of snow a blizzard it's horrible you're trick-or-treating in parkers like there's no point of even buying a costume or it's still really nice outside so um yeah it's kind of a hit and miss here but i guess it's definitely cool enough. Like, it's jacket weather. The evenings are cool. But uh, we have not yet seen a drop of snow. Thank goodness.
2: Yeah, it's 90-some degrees here in Arizona today. So, just saying, we're still in shorts. And, whoa, what's going on? Your phone's going crazy-hood.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. It's freaking out. We're good. <laughs>
2: yeah, man, you got to... Yeah, um, anyways, no, uh, I I got to say, uh, we had some big news happen last week, um, kind of towards the end of last week, there was a story that went out on CNET.com, uh, wanted to bring you guys in the loop, I don't normally self-promote too much, but um, they did a story on me, and it was uh, kind of fun, because uh, it's not too many times where people kind of flip the script on me, um, but I got to say, Hood, yeah. this is one of those that was a bit humbling, but uh, they called me the king of uh, of motorsports media. And uh, I kind of laughed at that. I'm so proud. Well, I kind of laughed at that because I go if I'm the king of motorsports. If I'm the king of motorsports media, that kind of makes you the queen, right?
3: Oh, that's definitely. Uh, I think I like the ring of that. <laughs> I like the Southwestern <laughs> style. Sure.
2: So. Uh, too funny. Yeah, no. I- anyways, if you guys, uh, want to check it out, it's a fun article. Um, we talk actually some stuff that I don't ever talk about. Um, kind of my background, like how I got where I'm at. Um, uh, kind of some of my hobbies growing up, what I'd be doing if I wasn't here, like my first cars and stuff. So, uh, if you go to cnet.com, search my name, it's right there. Or, uh, if you, uh, go to my Facebook page, I posted it up there. My Twitter, if you look through the archives, even, uh, uh, even Instagram, I think it's there too. So, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, good stuff thanks to everybody who uh, checked out the star car video that dropped last week. I think as of right now we 're at ninety eight thousand views so i 'm two thousand views away from cracking a hundred with this video and um, this will be the first one that hasn 't cracked a hundred if we don 't get those two thousand views but we 're only a weekend i think we're gonna I think we 're going to make it i don't i 't see a reason why not but uh, thanks to everybody who checked that out and um I don't know what else is happening. I know, uh, I I know I've got a daughter that's really, really excited because uh, I think she's going to get to meet Aunt Amy for the first time for her birthday. It sounds like you're gonna, you might be coming out to Arizona to run some razors with me, huh?
3: I would like to, yes. I mean, we're, we're talking about it right now. It's, uh, I gotta head over to down back down to Florida from also We have our um, big safety meeting training course that every single driver and all the tech and all the crew go through. Uh, that's in a couple of weeks in November. So, but yeah, I need to get over to California. I need to kind of, you know, get my feet situated. and am well, my place to stay because, uh, you know, between my and I'm sure I'm going to head in and live in that valley. In the southern coast of California in San Diego, my new home is home, if you will. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, not much has been going on right now. It's just everyone's getting all fired up for MEC, we got nec this weekend, and we talked about a little bit about it last weekend. But I don't know. have you seen the lineup, Jamie? Have you had a chance to check it out and all? Who's in and who's out?
2: No, and I'm kind of pulling things up right now, um kind of looking at it. I don't know. Maybe that's something because we got two segments here. Maybe uh during the break, I'll do a brush up a bit. I mean, I, there's a lot of storylines going into this one, so uh I, I don't know. It's like. Uh, uh, this is, like, I love Monster Energy Cup because, man, they've got so much crap. They've got, like, UTV races going on at this one. There's so much going on around Monster Energy Cup. But I love it from the from the actual racing standpoint because I feel like it's our glimpse into 2018. Like, things kind of start... Kind of, oh yeah! Kind of shaping, and we see what's going to happen. And uh, like to me, you know, you can always kind of tell who's going to be who's going to be hot in twenty eighteen by by kind of who's prepared for Monster Energy Cup. I don't know. I mean, I know there's still a couple months before the Supercross kickoff, but I've always felt like it's kind of like the the glimpse into twenty eighteen.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, again, you got some big heavy hitters, obviously Ken Rockson, uh Cole Seeley. Um, they're both out like bag it. So you have some of the big name riders who are not participating, but um, you know, I think the I, I think this kind of leaves a an open floodgate for Eli Tomac. You know, Eli obviously is extremely dominant rider, but he is in, and I don't see anybody that is well close to being able to keep up and pressure Eli Tomac, Maybe Jason Anderson, um, you know, maybe Christian Craig. He sometimes has a, a good race here and there. He can pull some stuff out of the woodwork. You know, Justin Barsha, obviously, on a private-tier Yamaha, which I think is going to be wild. But, yeah, then we have the Dave Millsap, again, who likes to pull these one, one-trick one ponies out of his back pocket. But, uh, you know, I think Eli Tomac is definitely the top runner you know, in for that monster million dollars for winning all three events. I don't know about you, but uh, I think Eli is going to be the guy.
2: Yeah. Well, there's
3: any guy. Eli.
2: Yeah. well, And we haven't even talked about this. And I think this is something we'll probably get into the next segment, but um, kind of, we'll talk some writers and where they're at. But I, before we go to the break, I wanted to mention uh, Davey Millsap signing with uh, Yamaha. It's a big move for him. I mean, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Uh, I, I, I think it's good. Um, I'm really surprised, to be honest, because he's been—he was really inconsistent last year. But um, you know, he is a strong rider, and like he's kind of like Chad Reed. You know, he's kind of creeping up into his end life of his career. He's a little bit older. You know, obviously has a very well-established Supercross career. He's—you know—he's been one of those guys who've been doing it for a really long time. And you know, unlike a lot of riders, he was extremely successful in his mini days you know he was one of the top mini riders for for decades and uh you know he found a little bit of his peak there for a while and then he kind of fell off the face of the earth and uh you know if Yamaha's backing him maybe that we're going to see a whole new um Davey Millsaps is there. often when riders jump ship they kind of have a little bit of a rebirth with their career and you know this is a good point in his In his career, you know, reaching the end, that he might need that rebirth now more than ever.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I know uh, he's actually not racing Energy Cup, but it was a big uh, it was a big announcement a couple weeks ago about him signing with Yamaha. I guess he's got a banged up elbow right now or something, so he's going to sit this one out, which is probably the smart move. And and uh, you know, it's all about next year's mm-hmm. championship and stuff. But it was just one of those big uh, big you know big news bites. I'm like, man, you know, I didn't see that one coming. Millsaps, the factory Yamaha. That's a, definitely a big one for him. And uh, I know Reed, another one. Um, you know, we'll talk about him in the next segment too. He's not running Energy Cup. He's racing in Australia. Um, this no. this next weekend, too. And he hasn't announced his 2018 plan. So, uh, you know, at this point, if he's racing in Australia, he's not retiring. Um, but he hasn't really announced where he's going to be no. at either. And that's kind of one of the big ones. Everybody wants to know where the – I mean, he's the fan favorite, one of the fan favorites. You know, where is CR CR22 going to be?
3: Absolutely a fan favorite. But, no, I, I, I can see him making some appearances in Supercross. Whether he's going to ride a full Supercross season, I don't know. And I am interested on finding out. Uh, but I do think it's a smart decision to be racing in Australia. There's lots of money to be made there. Not like that guy needs any more of it. Yeah. But uh, um, and then he's racing back in his hometown, and I think that's uh, another good, um, you know, thing to do to kind of revitalize your career and kind of build that confidence, boost up, go win some Australian Supercross titles and. You know, it's very good for Chad's ego, which, you know, we all he all loves a little too much <laughs> sometimes.
2: <Yeah. laughs> all right. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Amy and I, we're going to be talking some more here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
9: Are medical bills and prescription drug costs getting you down? Does half your day pass waiting in line for your prescription and to consult private issues with a pharmacist? Do you find yourself getting prescriptions from different pharmacies to save from one medication to the next? Now you can save time and money with AdvoCare Pharmacy. You'll never have to visit a pharmacy in person. Our easy-to-navigate website allows you to upload your prescriptions and consult with a pharmacist online. Our mobile app allows for filling your prescriptions on the go and refills with just a touch of the finger. And within a few days, your order is delivered right to your home or travel destination. No lines, crowded parking lots, or stores to take you from the life you should be enjoying. Start spending your life doing the things you enjoy. Call 1-888-700-5535 or visit advocarepharmacy.com and save your valuable time And up to 70% on your prescription medications.
10: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government
11: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, talking a little Supercross and such. But uh, I did want to talk to you guys about uh, a new partner in the show. Uh, my good friends over at uh, com. You know me. I race razors. I ride razors. Uh, but the thing about razors are is uh, you drive them as hard as I do, and uh, things do go wrong once in a while. You know, Polaris prides themselves on the durability and reliability of their off-road vehicles. While these machines are as dependable as anything in the industry, things happen that leave you in need of replacement parts for your favorite toy. You're a do-it-yourselfer, and you want the exact parts that have taken you this far. Not that aftermarket junk. You want the real deal. Well, GenuinePolarisParts.com is your go-to online retailer for genuine, original manufactured parts and accessories. Their step by step parts ordering process allows you to ensure you are getting the right parts for your Polaris off road vehicle. Genuine Polaris Parts.com makes it easy and stress free by having all the diagrams associated with year, make and model of your unit. Once you narrow down your search, you will see a list of diagrams that let you visually see the parts that you need to re- be replaced, which eliminates a headache. Second guessing the part or trying to explain which part you need over-the-counter at the dealership. All you have to do, go to GenuinePolarisParts.com slash Jim Beaver, and you'll be able to redeem a special offer that's exclusive to listeners of this show. That's right, they're going to give you a special offer just for listening to this show. Again, it's GenuinePolarisParts.com slash Jim Beaver. Get your parts delivered directly to your door in a few days from GenuinePolarisParts.com. Makes it so easy, Amy Hood. All you have to do is go online, click the link, figure out which part you want, hit send. They mail it right to you. You never have to go to the dealership, and uh, you can repair it in your garage. That's what I like to do. It makes it easy. Ooh, done
3: and done. That sounds very easy.
2: Done and done. But uh, anyways, we were talking about a few things. I do want to look, – look at me. I'm going to bring up the uh, – I'm bringing up the monster truck news here, not you. I'm kind of like impressed with myself here. One, I got to give a shout out to our girl Colette Davis for uh, winning her very first ever Monster Jam event in her very first ever try. Um, That is pretty legit, Amy. Yeah. Uh, You got to give her some credit. Not an easy feat whatsoever.
9: Absolutely.
2: Um, So uh, I don't know. I'm I'm very very excited about uh, about. Monster Jam starting in January because I've got all these friends racing and now like you and Colette on tour together. You know how to win, she knows how to win. I think the ladies are going to show the guys on this East Coast tour what's up. That's kind of got me excited.
3: Um Oh, I, I I'm super stoked for Colette, but I'm just going to let her know she's got another thing coming when it comes to the Monster Jam triple threat. Um, the girl can definitely have smooths on that truck. I, I watched your shows. Um, you know, the, the best thing about Monster Jam University this year is we really learned some of dad's tricks. Collette came in at the right time with the right driver racer mentality, so she was definitely not afraid to try anything new. But that triple threat to her when we are both driving the trucks, ATVs, and the Monster Jam Speedsters, it's like a whole new ball game. Like, she's better bring her A game. I saw what she's able to do. Now she's got to put it down for you know 26 consistent shows and uh i mean she's got to beat me she's got to beat the zombie machine and we got a little bit of obviously a fan favorite machine but uh you know watching her performance and i i'm really excited it's cool to have another dominant female but uh Bring
2: the heat, girl. It's on. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what, though? And speaking of another female Monster Jam racer, I've been messaging with her. I've known her for a long time. We've actually never met in person, but we know each other pretty uh, well at this point. But she, I think, debuted the Wonder Woman truck down in Australia. But Rihanna Buchanan, uh, that truck is alive in the flesh down there in Australia. I think sometime in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have her on this show. Uh, she's going to phone us in from Australia. But I've always liked her like she's kind of got your background like moto background she was kind of more the announcer and mc i know she rides a bit um but uh she's tied in with monster jam but uh she's running the wonder woman truck as well so i think it'd be fun to catch up with her and kind of get that story and, and you know learn about her journey to monster jam
3: yeah for sure well she started uh, actually as an announcer with yeah. monster jam for uh for quite some time now so um it's really cool to see again some more um action sports women making a bit of a transition and uh and yeah, I know she was over in Europe and she filled in for Blue Thunder. So she had a little bit of uh, some practice behind the wheel. But yeah, I mean, look at all these girls coming out through the woodwork. These dominant girls, you know, it's it's definitely cool to see.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, going back, I know we we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, Monster Energy Cup. I wanted to kind of dive back down into that just a hair because I think, uh, we haven't talked a lot about that. We've been talking about Baja and, uh, you know, and short course and a ton of stuff. And I feel like we haven't talked moto. We didn't talk outdoors at all over the summer, which is kind of crazy. But I know we kind of jumped into this, but, um, like, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many names floating around, and I'm looking at this list, and they're not on there. I mean, you know, guys that were – maybe not necessarily Energy Cup, but, like, looking at the full picture, I mean, Malcolm Stewart, James yeah. Stewart. I mean, what, what what's going on with the Stewart brothers? Have you heard anything? They haven't announced
3: nothing. And, you know, it's too bad. I mean, Malcolm is such a such a great rider, and, and obviously one of those guys who's a – Kind of a, a shoe in to make the podium at least once yeah. a weekend, but I don't know. I mean, they got such a stigma on them and such a target on their back. But you know, M- Malcolm doesn't like to do outdoors, and it's put a big red flag up for teams who like to sign riders for a full season, not just or for a full year, not just half a season, not just a supercross, or not just an outdoor. And it leaves him a little bit challenging to sign, and um, I, I don't know. And and then obviously Stewart. I mean, the man doesn't need all the hassle. I feel like he he comes in and he can't just focus on racing. He has every person against him, every, you know, it's like the soap opera drama with the Stewarts, pretty much. And um, (laughs) obviously it's a big mental game. Um, Coming in last year, you know, I, I really felt like that drama really affected his mental ability and you see him make these weird crashes and these weird mistakes that's not typical for a james stewart and i i really think that everything was kind of clouding his uh, his mental preparation and uh you know in a supercross in the supercross championship that is key it's extremely important that is the most dangerous track to be riding i mean outdoors is one thing but supercross is so extremely technical you don't need any additional factors messing with your mind
2: yeah. What, what do you think the odds are? And, uh, I don't know, James has made a lot of money in his career. There's no doubt about it. Malcolm, not so much. I mean, he's been successful, but he's never had those lucrative, massive contracts, you know, that that James has had. He's always kind of had a struggle there. But I think he's equally as talented. He, he's a phenomenal writer. But what are the chances we see at some point in time, like the Stewart's? Like form their own team, you know what I mean? Like and, and run an independent. You know, I know Chad Reed well, talked about the uh, the struggles he had trying to get funding for it. But I mean, what are the uh, what are the odds we ever see the Stewarts do that?
3: Well, the Stuart had team. James is running his seven team with um, the casino. He started his own team when he went to Yamaha, and you know he kind of funded himself. I think he had uh, I think he had two fifty rider, but I'm not. I can't put my money on that. But, uh and it's expensive. It's an expensive, expensive deal. And he wasn't performing and, and it fell through. And I was surprised that he never really hired Malcolm on to drive for him, ride for him. But uh, I don't know. Honestly, I see the exit of James Stewart. I don't see him fighting for those last little, you know, his straggler years in Supercross like Chattery and – you know, guys like that, um, I, I don't even know. Like, the guy is so unpredictable. <laughs> That's um, a you great know, was really word for him. For him his year when he... Yeah. <laughs> I was rooting for him last year for his comeback year, and I hate to say it, but he pooped a bit, okay? he. I was just not impressed, and I thought I was going to see the old James Stewart riding out there, like, hanging out like he usually does. And, uh, no, nah, I, I think his time has come. He needs to hang up the boots or go race Maduro or some I don't know just change sports
2: now bro yeah I could see he him doing him. some uh, some one-off stuff like a Red Bull straight rhythm you know what I mean just for fun here and there but like I you think about James it drives me nuts when he wants to he's still got it I mean we've seen that the flashes of the old yeah. Stewart and he is the fastest guy on track nobody can catch him when he wants to but it's like, I, I don't know how you light that fire under his ass. Like, it, it only comes once in a while. Like you said, he's unpredictable. It's a perfect word. You, you've got, like, dungie You know what to expect every single event from Ryan Dungy. Consistency. James, he's either the fastest guy or he throws it away in the first corner and it's like, I quit. Like, you yeah. just don't know. Well, it's hard. To take,
3: to take that many seasons off and not race competitively against – the competition. Who is all? You know, you guys are all on the same competitive level. It, nothing is the same compared to racing. than, you know, training out at your own track when you're by yourself or with one other guy. It's a completely different mindset. Never mind throwing all the pressures of all this drug. You know, taking out or all stigma and all this TV show drama and this and that. Like it's it's too much. There comes to a point where he's he's not in it anymore. He's not on the same competitive level as the rest of them. Uh, he, of course he's fast. He's definitely set some of the fastest lap times when he came back last year. But he's so unpredictable. It's I would never want him in my fantasy Supercross
2: League. He would ruin it. <laughs> ruin it! <laughs> oh, you'd be pulling your hair out to have him in your fantasy Supercross League. Like, you... you... Uh, he would be the worst guy to have on your team because you, you're either going to win or get last place. There's no yep. in between. Uh, all right, oh, we, I know. We, we got 20 seconds. You, uh, real quick, uh, pick to win Monster Energy Cup this weekend. Mine is Jason Anderson.
12: What?
3: So Max, boom! Let's bet some money on it. All Let's right,
2: t- you're t- on. T- you are on. You are on. You got, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But it's going to be fun time. Uh, We've got to take a short break. Uh, we got Patrick Sandell. He's coming up after the break. Uh, Subaru Rally Team USA driver. Uh, looking forward to that. I know Amy and I, we got some more to talk about later on in the show. But uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. to the sound of
1: performance, Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV Exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound.
5: Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally.
1: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. This is the Subaru slash Dirtfish edition of the radio show. And speaking of Subaru, uh, I'd like to welcome Patrick Sandel, driver from uh, Subaru Rally Team USA, to the show. How's everything going, Patrick? Yeah, absolutely perfect. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, over the past couple of years we've had you quite a bit, but I think we haven't caught up since, I think, before the season started when you uh, had just signed with Subaru. I mean, how has that been this year? That was a big step for you to jump jump into, you know, Subaru Rally Team USA, this factory program. I mean, how has is, how is this year treated you so far? That's absolutely perfect. You know, we've been we've been working
13: so hard, I guess, even harder than most of the other teams out there. And we really started to show fantastic performance of Subaru the last couple of weekends. You know, double podium for me, uh, more or less back-to-back in Atlantic City, and then the next weekend after that in Seattle and also – both me and Asko were able to be fastest in qualifying both days in uh, up in Seattle. So I believe the other boys really start to feel the the power of Subaru and the pressure now. So I'm I'm very very happy for the progress we have been able to to find out of the car during this year.
2: Yeah, well, and that being said, I know uh, um, this car. I mean, Subaru has been in in Red Bull Global Rallycross for for quite some time. But this car, I mean, starting this year, the car that uh, you know you and Atco have been driving. I mean, you guys have been doing a lot of development work. I mean, this could because this was an all new, you know, an all new car from scratch that you guys have had to help develop and and bring up to speed, right?
13: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was a, a new group of engineers coming in together with the with the, the base team of Subaru, and they developed this car more or less over winter, and we got a first. Uh, try out uh, I think it was back in April, so we didn't have much time before the first race, but you know we've been using all the time we had this year and been able to do a lot of development testing in between the races as well, so uh you know we have a good plan uh both for the season and and also moving forward so we've been been able to 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 get a lot of speed out of the car, especially the second half of the season that really starts to show now so yeah, everybody has done a fantastic job to, to get this pace out of this car.
2: Yeah, well, that's got to be, you know, we've seen, you know, the qualifying efforts uh, by you and, and Chris. But, uh, I mean, to, to take a podium in New Jersey, uh, that's, you know, basically the home event for Subaru. And then you take one in, in Seattle, which is a big market for Subaru. And you took a podium, and I think Chris did as well. I mean, those are back-to-back podiums in some key markets for Subaru. That's got to be really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, on, on, to every track we come, of
13: course, we want to win, and and we do everything we can to do it, and 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 get podiums for for Subaru and for a sports car, and to be able to do it on those two places have been just just insane. And and for me, uh, you know, changing from uh, from Brian Herd and Rally Sport last year, where we were very successful with both. Uh, winning races and and a lot of podiums it was a fantastic feeling for me to be able to show everybody that that believes in me in subaru and and believes in the brand that you know together we can do it and uh, and then also come back and do it again in seattle and prove to everybody that it was just not a one-off you know we are there to to fight for podiums now in every weekend and uh, for the future fight for championships so it's been uh, some really good
2: months lately yeah, well, and, you know, and how was that for you? Because, you know, like you said, you, you, you spent some time with Andreas. You spent some time there at uh, Brian Herter Rally Sport. I mean, two two very, very good teams. But you're a rally guy, and you're a stage rally guy. I mean, I, I that runs in your blood. And you've seen you through your entire career back, you know, Subaru in the WRC days, and you've seen Subaru Rally Team USA and what David and what Travis have done. I mean, how was that for you stepping into Subaru to this this family of Subaru? I mean, the Subaru nation, I mean, that had to have been something really special you as a rally guy being able to to come in you know that and and you know the the marketing that Subaru puts behind this team with launch control and everything else they do I mean it, it's first class I mean that's had to have been a very good experience for you. Oh
13: man absolutely you know joining
2: Subaru is a child of dream coming true uh
13: here in Europe I always watched WRC as a kid and and I saw Petter Solberg and Tommy Mackin and um, all the guys, you know, Colin and Richard Bunch and all of them driving Subarus, and it was always my little dream to to join Subaru. And now to be able to finally do it, uh, just feels so fantastic. And as you say, there's there's something special about Subaru and the passion for the brand and how you know the fans they are so so fanatic about the cars and and us as drivers so i really really feel like i finally have you know come home and and be able to drive for for the brand that, you know, I, I have loved for so many years, but I have not been really able to show, show that love publicly. So it's, it's, it's a fantastic you. Yeah.
2: Well, and, you know, in talking about that, I mean, this year, uh, obviously, you, you know, the speed is there now and, and everybody in the paddock knows that Subaru, I mean, they're here and, and you guys have some phenomenal cars, but like you said, I mean, you know, you guys went into this year, you wanted to take podiums, you know, we've proved that Subaru can take podiums, but you know, th- this is also wasn't a one-year plan. It's a multi-year plan. I mean, you and you and Chris. I mean, you've got to be really excited here at the finale with the podiums you guys have been taking the second half of the year. You got to be really excited what twenty eighteen brings and a chance to to compete for that title, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, first of all, it feels kind of sad
13: that this season now starts to come to an end when we start to get everything together. And uh, but yeah, I know Subaru. Uh, uh, they, you know, they really believe in rallycross and rally as a sport, and, and uh, I, I hope that um, rally sport uh, in general will be one of their marketing tools for many years ahead. And, and I would love to be a part of that that development. So. You know, we, we keep pushing and then we will do everything we can to, to start
2: to win in the races
13: hopefully already this week.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully this weekend. But how has it been working with Chris? I mean, you've had a lot of teammates throughout your career. Um, but, I mean, Chris, he's he's got a similar background to you. He's a stage rally guy. Uh, he's a veteran like you. He's been around for, for quite some time. I mean, how has that been working with a teammate like that and, and the development of this car? Because both of you have similar backgrounds. I mean, how how, how has he been as a teammate for you? Uh, really good we 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 come from the same background as you say and and we we i think
13: we 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 talk the same language because we are born and raised in the same motorsport school which is state rally so we kind of want the car to be set up more or less similar uh, and now we know the difference in driving styles we can kind of follow uh, a weekend together and we know that we need to be like one or two steps Separate on the setup, but we can we can quickly now work as a team and and find a good car for for each and every track and and we really work as a good team, you know, me, Chris, and and all the engineers and all the mechanics. So it's been it's been a pleasure working with all of them this year, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this weekend in LA. It's it's a track that have treated me well uh, with some podiums uh, the last couple of years, so. I'm going to do everything I can to put this this Subaru
2: on top. Yeah. Well, and, and that being said, I mean this weekend going in there, we've got obviously you've got uh, you know the Andretti team with with Tanner and Scott that have been really strong this year. You've got Steve Arpin that's uh, had a phenomenal year this year. I mean, you know, what's it going to take for you and Chris and Subaru to put uh, put one of these WRX STIs on top of the box this weekend in uh, in LA?
13: I think we have to have, like like every weekend, we have to have a good weekend, a clean weekend, uh, score good points in all the qualifying heats and put ourselves in a good position uh, in the front row in the, one of the two semifinals. Again, score um, ideally a first-place finish in the semifinal or uh, at least a second-place finish in the semifinal. So we, we put uh, again ourselves in a good position for the final, starting in the front row. And uh, last year, I started in the front row on the outside and was able to take the start from that position. Uh, so I'm planning to do the same this year.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, season's winding down. I know you're a guy, though you you don't uh, you don't really stop for much. Uh, you know, you, you, over the winter, you do a lot of ice driving and some different kind of racing. I mean, it, you know, when GRC season wraps up, I mean, what, what's next for Patrick Sandel through the through the quote off season? <laughs> First
13: of all, I'm actually going to go on a two-week vacation with my family. So that will be the first step, kind of relax and and, and, and reload after this season. And then after that, when I come back in beginning of November, uh, all the preparations will start for, for the future. And I always use the the time in the off-season wisely and always try to prepare myself in every possible way that, that I can do. So, you know, I will... I try to do so I'm always 100% uh, ready for for the next challenge and I know the team will do the same thing so uh, yeah, we're going to get stronger and stronger for every weekend.
2: Well, and, and how has it been for you? Because I know you're one of the few guys, there's been a lot of guys that have, have come from uh, from Europe to the United States and, and tried to do rallycross and, and a lot of them have, have stayed in Europe and kind of uh, been back and forth. I mean, you were one of the guys here a couple years ago and, and I know you still go home a lot, but um, you know, you, you decide, hey, if I'm going to be a rallycross driver and I'm going to do it in the United States, you know, you kind of transplanted yourself. I mean, do you think that's, you know, led to your success? I mean, obviously you've had some victories in GRC. They're not easy to come by. You've had a lot of podiums. I mean, do you feel like kind of planning yourself here in the United States has helped with that?
13: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, I i always take everything 100% seriously, and I try to prepare myself in every possible way. And, and the thing I realized when I started at Rallycross was that I was missing a lot of tarmac experience, and I was also missing a lot of experience door-to-door uh, Racecraft, and uh, I was missing uh, you know the the, the idea about uh, improving just the tens in one corner because normally on a stage rally you drive from A to B and you you know maybe you make a note for next year about the stage and you, and you keep on going but here you're doing the track over and over and over again so I had to reset my, my brain completely of course I, I knew how to drive a car but I really had to to go back to school more or less and, and learn it all over again and I spent so many hours driving go-karts and not so much this year and, and the year before but the first two three seasons of rallycross and, and really tried to learn the few things that that was missing uh, that I didn't learn throughout all my years of rallying to try to be as a complete rallycross driver as possible and, uh, and, and, and that paid off uh, all the hard work so And then in combination with that, I've been around the sport now for for a number of years, and um, I took a decision early that I wanted to do that in the States. Uh, I saw a a bigger potential for for me as a driver to, to succeed there, and it's been working out really good first two years with Andreas, and then Get signed by, by Brian Herda and I always have had Lowe's improvement and Cobalt Tools that been supporting me which been fantastic partners to me and now be able to sign up with Subaru. It's just, you know, everything just falls in place and I'm I'm so happy.
2: Yeah. Well, and what is, you know, what is the biggest thing? I mean, you know, you've got a lot of stage rally guys in Europe who have made the transition in, in RX. And, and, you know, you've got guys like yourself that have made the transition. What is the hardest? What is the single hardest thing for you to go from stage rally into rally cross? I mean, what what were you not expecting when you made that transition that you went, oh, wow, this is something completely different. What was that hardest? The, what was the single hardest thing for you to, to adapt into being a rallycross driver?
13: I think that the, the balance of door-to-door racing, because uh, there's not, like in racing, proper racing, you don't you don't touch each other. Like, in rally, you are by yourself, and in racing Formula One, for example, you don't touch each other. But in rally cross, you are allowed to move each other around. And, and to find that balance and what that really means uh, was, for me, the hardest thing to, to do. And and you know, if you have a half gap on the inside, should you go for it, or do you need one and a half car car wide on the on the inside to be able to take that line and you know figure all that out took some time, especially the first two years. you know I went from being way too aggressive to not aggressive at all and then find a happy medium and all that and But I think now that I really learned. What situations uh, to put myself into, and I think to be able to be successful over Rallycross weekend, it's all about knowing uh, when to put your nose in and when to not do it.
2: So uh, before we let you go, I gotta gotta ask one thing because uh, one of your hobbies is one of my big hobbies. But uh, how is the uh, professional wakeboarding career and uh, and wake surfing career coming along, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, actually. I, I haven't done, been able to do.
13: Uh, too much this summer. I was more active last summer, but as soon as I see a cable park, we stop for a few hours <laughs> and, and completely reschedule my day. And uh, uh, as soon as I can go out on a on a uh, after boat wake surfing, you know that's that's just so relaxing. And I've been working on my on wake surfing on my three sixties, and I nailed a few this summer, so I'm super stoked about that. And then uh, on the cable parks, I'm just trying to. You know, keeping keeping in mind that I don't want to hurt myself, I try to keep it on a normal level. But hitting a few rails and uh, uh, yeah, doing a few jumps. So yeah, I love it. It's so much fun. All
2: right. Well, I appreciate the time, Patrick. Man, uh, good luck uh, this weekend in LA. Hopefully, uh, you know we can see you and uh, Chris on top of the podium and uh, bringing some uh, bringing some wins to Subaru Rally Team USA. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
7: Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions.
12: When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see
3: people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull
12: them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford.
6: You do get to consolidate your payments.
14: Blue Goo a try. Call 1 888 3300123 and you'll receive a one week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1 888 3300123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com.
1: Now available at select big five stores near you. Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver 15. And at Amy Hood 71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Awesome time catching up with uh, my good friend Patrick Sandell. Uh, yeah, no interesting story about Patrick and I, uh, first time I ever met Patrick was when I had a GRC lights test and, um, somehow he drew the short straw and, uh, was the guy in the car with me, uh, kind of my driving coach. Right. Um, I dropped the hammer and about lap two, Woo! I spun that sucker out and, uh, it was, he just looked at me. It was funnier than hell, man. I took out all kinds of cones and everything else. Um, uh, but, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good time with Patrick Sandell. Always fun catching up with, uh, catching up with him. It's, um, uh he's just a he's a class act and a good guy and uh stoked to have him in the united states running rallycross because uh you know at some point you all know like he could be running in europe you know where where is home to him uh running rx or something like that but he you know he chooses to be here and obviously you know subaru rally team usa that's not a ride that comes along very often but top-notch program one of the best in the world but uh stoked to have him running here in the united states um and i uh, got to give a plug to uh, my other show, Project Action, on Podcast One uh, from right here in the Polaris Razor studio. drops every Thursday. Uh, man, the past couple of weeks, we've had some uh, amazing guests on the show. I uh, had uh, pro BMX rider Adam Banton last week, had Caitlin Ansari uh, recently. Uh, lots of fun over there, so make sure and go to iTunes and subscribe to that and leave some ratings and reviews. Much appreciated. But uh, we're going to be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor
1: thanks for tuning in to the down and dirty radio show available live online in syndication on networks across the u.s and available internationally on the american forces network Say Radio News, with Jason worked.
2: Investigators are going right to the cause and uh, the areas where these fires started and conducting their investigation using all the tools uh, at their disposal. Cal Fire
15: officials saying it's too early to say down electrical lines were the cause of the massive wildfires burning across California. Over 8,000 firefighters are battling the 21 blazes. The death toll has increased to 31. At least 3,500 homes and businesses have been destroyed. An estimated 25,000 people are forced from their homes. President Trump says he's going to defend religious liberty.
0: But I pledge that in a Trump administration, our nation's
15: religious heritage would be cherished,
0: protected, and defended like you have never seen
15: before. The president noted in his speech to the Value Voters Summit religion and morality help define the United States. USA Radio News.
4: In this tight labor market, finding new employees can be tough. Whether you're the business owner or an HR professional, you want access to highly qualified candidates fast. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, no matter the industry, with Indeed you get immediate access to a high-quality pool of talent with no long-term contracts or upfront fees. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Independent research shows six times more hires are delivered through Indeed than any other job site, making Indeed your one-stop source for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash offer. That's Indeed.com slash offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
15: North Korea sending another warning that they could launch a missile attack on Guam.
5: The warning came by a North Korea state media Friday as the U.S. prepares for another round of joint military exercises with South Korea due to begin on Monday. The statement added that the U.S. is solely responsible for pushing the situation on the Korean peninsula to the point of explosion.
15: A family that was rescued from a Taliban-linked group in Pakistan refusing to come to the U.S. The American woman's family is now heading to Britain after her husband refused to board a plane to the U.S. The Pakistani military rescued Caitlin Coleman this week along with her husband Joshua Boyle and their children who were born while the couple was being held hostage. Reports say Joshua Boyle wouldn't board a plane to the U.S. believing he could face possible arrest or interrogation for a previous marriage to the sister of a man jailed for 10 years at Guantanamo Bay for fighting against U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Boyle is a Canadian citizen, Coleman an American. You're listening to USA Radio News.
16: Is it possible there exists an ancient master blueprint that holds the secret behind the events of our times? From Jonathan Kahn, the selling author of The Harbinger and the Book of Mysteries, comes The Paradigm, the ancient blueprint that holds the mystery of our times. In his most explosive book yet, Cahn reveals the stunning master blueprint that is unfolding before our eyes. You'll never see the world the same way again. Read The Paradigm. Available wherever fine books are sold.
15: President Trump on Twitter this morning calling out the failure of Obamacare. President
8: Trump
0: took to Twitter today calling Obamacare a broken mess, saying piece by piece we will now begin the process of giving America the great health care it deserves. This comes as Trump pushes to dismantle parts of Obamacare. Yesterday he signed an executive order that could allow people to purchase health care across state lines, among other things. And the White House announced he's
15: planning to end Obamacare subsidies. The U.S. is pulling out of the United Nations Heritage Organization after complaints it's leaning anti-Semitic. Here's more on the story. A
7: spokeswoman for the State Department said Thursday the U.S. was also leaving because it owed about $550 million to the U.N. cultural organization. Heather Nowart said the question is, do we want to pay that money? She added that the U.S. will continue as a non-member observer to provide an American perspective to UNESCO. The withdrawal goes into effect at the end of 2018.
15: A group of scientists say the supervolcano that is sitting under Yellowstone National Park could erupt sooner than previously thought. National Geographic is reporting the researchers studied minerals in the ashes from the supervolcano's most recent mega-eruption for changes in the minerals' temperature and composition. The researchers from Arizona State University said changes that geologists thought took centuries took place in only a few decades. They said an eruption from the supervolcano would blanket the entire U.S. in rock and ash and plunge the earth into volcanic winter.
0: 707 949 8707
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Jim Beaver here, bringing you a uh, Dirt Fish Rally Report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com. Looking for a discount code? Use the coupon code Dirtfish. For 15% off your classes at Dirtfish Rally School. Now, big, big, big rally news happening this week. Um... This past week, uh, coming out of the Ken Block camp. Obviously, Ken Block, uh, you know, he raced GRC in the past. He's done stage rally. He's done everything you can in a rally car. I mean, he's raced WRC. Uh, He spent two years, the past two years, in World Rallycross there in Europe. Uh, It sounds like uh, his program with Ford, it's a factory-backed program. Uh, It is coming to an end. Ken is still signed with Ford in an ambassador role. He's still going to race Fords, drive Fords, and he's still going to race but his RX program is coming to an end. Sounds like uh, in this next coming year, he's going to mix in a lot of stage rally with a lot of Gymkhana and viral video filming. Um am sure he's going to throw in some UTV stuff as well. Everybody's wondering, oh, stage rally, stage rally. What, what are we talking about here? And um, it looks like uh, he's got a brand new... I say brand new. It's a Ford Escort Cosworth, all-wheel drive Ford Escort Cosworth uh, that he is going to. uh, It's a 91 Ford Escort Escort Cosworth, and uh, it's a WRC-spec drivetrain, big turbo, sequential gearbox, all-wheel drive. Uh, Looks like he's going to go and uh, run this rad kind of vintage uh, rally car um, here, uh, I'm sure, stateside as well as internationally. He's got some stuff in New Zealand he likes to do and uh, things like that. So uh, it's going to be really Exciting to uh, to see, uh, you know, where Ken turns up in that and, uh, you know, what he's, uh, what he's got planned. But, uh, Ken, out of Rx, um, and it uh, looks like we're going to see him, uh, you know, doing some stuff stateside, uh, which is very welcome for us uh, fans over here for sure. And uh, also have to uh, give a big shout-out um, to our friends at uh, – Um, at Subaru Rally Team USA. Uh, Make sure and check out uh, their video series, Launch Control. Drops every Wednesday, and uh, it's uh, just a phenomenal award-winning series. So make sure and keep locked and loaded in that. we got GRC this weekend, the finale from Los Angeles. That's going to be on NBC, so you don't want to miss that either. And uh, that was your Dirtfish Rally Report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com and use that coupon code JBDirtfish for 15% off your class. Glasses. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
5: Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Get
1: ready to
2: get in the holiday spirit. American Idol Season 5 winner, Taylor Hicks. Live in concert Saturday, December 9th. Inside the showroom at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. Doors open at 5 p.m. Show starts at 6 p.m. Arizona time. General admission tickets, $30. VIP tickets, just $40. Tickets on sale now. Visit BlueWaterFun.com or purchase inside the Casino gift shop. Don't miss the Taylor Hicks Christmas Show we short. As certain as the sun rises and sets around the world, OTSFF Group is dedicated to providing flexible, comprehensive, and reliable transportation solutions. Air transportation, ocean freight, ground transportation, or a combination of services. We offer innovative and custom-built packages specifically designed to meet your transportation needs. OTSFF Group has been keeping shipments moving globally for nearly two decades. OTSFF Group, flexible logistics services designed for you. More information at OTSFF.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. This is our Terracross Starts with Optimus segment, brought to you by our good friends at Optimus Starter, starting every Polaris Razor in the Terracross Championship. And here's the man behind Terracross, Mr. Joe Duncan. Sounds like you're in the car once again, Joe. How's everything going, buddy?
17: Uh, Things are good, Jimmy. Things are good. Just uh, running up to get some stuff prepped, uh, working on that next event. Hopefully we'll have a little release coming later today, but... uh I Think we've got our site set up and we got our uh, layout and our dates and everything to wrap up this 2017 championship.
2: I know I am excited. I know uh, I got a nice little uh, thread going on with a few of the ter- Cross drivers, and we all uh, we all tell jokes back and forth and things like that. And I think we're all pretty excited about it, Joe. I think uh, uh, I don't know. It was so funny because this year I know this was kind of a, a big. Kind of transition year for the Terracross Championship into the big news that's happening in 2018. But um, like all of us have said, you know, the, you know, we were kind of set up knowing this was like a transition year. But Heydays was like the best event Terracross has ever had. Like it was that good, and so it was like, man, if it can be that good for a transition year, like man, we're we're really looking forward to next year. Well,
17: I think that's the key is that we finally got we were finally able to plan months out and have stuff dialed in we already have an order of events for the most part for next year i mean we know when we're racing we know where we're racing we know who we're racing with um you know it's just just something really really unique for us as you know being with us so long it's uh it's really cool and we're and uh, we have some great partners already coming on board and unlike normal where we announce them a uh, few weeks before the uh, Before the event our goal is to make some announcements uh, before the first of the year here and uh, we've got some big cool Partners coming on board that are super excited uh, That they're able to plan out um, so far ahead of time and the stuff that they're bringing to the table is is awesome and then on top of that, we got guys like Nate Wessel that's now, his gears are turning and he got has some really cool ideas for our course obstacles. And he's actually gonna be doing, doing some testing at his, uh, his property uh, uh, coming up here this, uh, this fall and yet uh, early in the spring. And he's gonna be doing some uh, unique uh, uh, course obstacles that the sponsors are going to be teamed up with for
2: next season so yeah you there joe i know you're driving it sounds like it just cut out hopefully uh hopefully we didn't lose you yep you there all right you're back
17: Hey, jimmy sorry about that oh no uh yeah just some great things coming for 2018 and nate Wessel, and the, uh some off op- course options and some sponsor is uh, already on board for him so yeah, yeah.
2: excited that makes me a little bit nervous Nate Wessel designing stuff we we know what he likes to design we've seen what Travis has done with Nate Wessel's designs. Uh <laughs> yeah. and and we saw what happened exactly. the last time the last time we you had like a metal ramp and that was when uh when our buddy uh Jimmy Blaze decided he was gonna flip a razor. Oh man <laughs> Oh Joe <laughs>
17: well you can you
2: can only imagine what he has uh, what he has in store for us yeah that's uh, that's definitely uh, definitely no joke but uh, yeah i know terracross obviously we got the finale those announcements hopefully coming out today tomorrow uh, i know we're a couple of weeks out from the finale but a uh, big one uh, terracross you know we, we talk about off road we talk about tv terracross the last couple of years has you know had you know, one of the definitive packages as far as off-road racing on TV goes, and especially UTV racing. I know we're getting ready to kick off that uh, that new TV program uh, the end of this month, right?
17: Yeah, October 29th is our first uh, first episode, and uh, and it runs all the way through December thirty-first, I believe, straight through every Sunday, and uh, on CBS Sports Network, as well as um, starting in December uh, all uh reairs will go on uh Mav T V uh thanks to Lucas Oil and their uh partnership this year and their great T V production company that uh that uh, we get to be a part of and and uh yeah we got some a lot more television time coming and, and also working again on uh, on two thousand eighteen programs uh, as we speak.
2: Yeah, well, I got to ask. We got the finale coming up. I know the uh, announcement is going to come soon. I've got a pretty good idea where it's at, but I got to ask you. You can give us this little teaser. Is it going to be on the long course or is it going to be on the moto track? Moto. Okay. All right. That's what I was. That was what I was looking for. I figured. That's. I figured. So um, uh, should be uh, should be fun. I know that track very very well. Let's hope I don't land in the water. (laughs)
17: <laughs> yeah it'll be good it'll be really good
2: yeah definitely a great facility I'm looking forward to getting those uh, announcements out in the wild I know uh um you know we've got that coming yeah, up we've, we've got uh, Camp Razor we got SEMA we got a bunch of stuff on the horizon Joe
17: yeah we got a we got a booth at SEMA we got some uh, partners that we're talking to out at SEMA so TerraCross will have a booth out there so super excited about that and uh Again, working towards our 2000, 2018 stuff. And, uh, Jimmy, with this uh, change in venue and change in, uh, in dates, you know, we may need a TerraCross uh, driver or two for uh, to fill some cars. Your head, you're always good for uh, uh, getting some spots filled up. There may be one, possibly two, machines that we're going to need uh, drivers for, so, in all your uh, all your uh, people out there, have them start contacting you and and uh, you know see who uh, who comes up with for options for maybe driving a TerraCross here in a in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, w'e looking for uh, male or female drivers, or uh, what's uh, uh, do you...
17: I, I think I think one of one of each right now is what we're looking for. Um, I know with the change in schedule, there were some conflicts, and I think. Uh, I think we're going to have a, a one in the men's class and one of the women's class that will have spots available. So if you uh, if you or any of your listeners are interested, they can hit us up on uh, Facebook on, at TerraCross Championship or, uh, you know, hit you up on your social media networks, and, uh, you know, we're looking to fill those two spots. So uh let's see what we
2: can do yeah my wheels are already ticking uh i'm pretty sure we can uh, we can get those knocked out for you joe duncan shouldn't uh shouldn't be too hard to get those well, filled you,
17: you you've filled a couple classes for us already so yeah. i'm sure not
2: too hard for you <laughs> <laughs> oh man Too fun, Joe. Well, I appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, You know, drive safe. I know uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks at the Terracross finale. Definitely looking forward to it. And I'm sure uh, we'll run into each other at Camp Razor, SEMA, and uh, probably two or three places between now and then.
17: That sounds great, Jimmy. We'll
2: see you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Joe. All
17: right. All right. Bye.
2: That was uh, Joe Duncan with uh, the Terracross Championship. And, uh, man, there you go. You heard it from the man himself. You think you've got what it takes to go UTV racing against me and some of the best drivers in the world? Doesn't matter if you're male or female. Terracross, they got a couple spots open for the finale here in a couple of weeks. So uh, hit me up, DM me on uh, Twitter or Instagram if you think you got what it takes. It might take, uh, take a little bit of money. I'm not saying it's a free seat, but we're not talking a massive amount of money either. But uh, And it, it'll probably take a plane flight as well. But uh, uh, just saying, you think you got what it takes. We hear, I, I see it all the time. You guys talking trash, all this and that, and uh, always got the smack talk going down. Well, I'm telling you, bring it. Terracross Championship, we're looking for some drivers, one or two spots to fill. Uh, Should be a ton of fun. But uh, anyways, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we come back, we got uh, Connor the Hammer Martell, uh, Dirtfish driver in the GRC Series. He's coming up after the break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
8: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180.
9: Are medical bills and prescription drug costs getting you down? Does half your day pass waiting in line for your prescription and to consult private issues with a pharmacist? Do you find yourself getting prescriptions from different pharmacies to save from one medication to the next? Now you can save time and money with AdvoCare Pharmacy. You'll never have to visit a pharmacy in person. Our easy-to-navigate website allows you to upload your prescriptions and consult with a pharmacist online. Our mobile app allows for filling your prescriptions on the go and refills with just a touch of the finger. And within a few days, your order is delivered right to your home or travel destination. No lines, crowded parking lots, or stores to take you from the life you should be enjoying. Start spending your life doing the things you enjoy. Call 1-888-700-5535 or visit advocarepharmacy.com and save your valuable time and up to 70% on your prescription medications.
10: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me. For the government
11: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
1: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here. Uh, just waiting on uh, Connor Martell to call in, uh Red Bull GRC lights driver for uh for our good friends at Dirt Fish Rally School. Uh should uh, should be fun to catch up with him. It's been uh, been quite some time, but uh uh Connor just a, a good kid, man. It's been uh, been fun to see his uh his uh you know, his process, you know what I mean? It, to see him come in a couple of years ago, I think it was there at the finale and see him grow. Um, it's uh, It's been a ton of fun to see uh, that process, you know? He went from, uh, from a kid who didn't have a lot of experience to now being um, – the front runner for uh for a championship in lights, so uh I, I think that's been a cool process I think Dirtfish has played a big big role in that and uh, you know I think uh you know I think it's going to be fun to catch up with him but uh looks like we've got uh, Connor calling in right now so uh welcome to the show Mr. Connor Martell from Dirtfish Rally School how's everything going Connor I'm good how are you Jim oh pretty good buddy it's been uh, been a while I was just looking uh i was just texting you a uh, call reminder I was looking i was like man it's been like since January since we've talked it's been uh, been too long buddy yeah it has it for sure has I'm happy to be back on the uh back on the show yeah so i mean uh big a big thing coming out of uh of Seattle first off, are you all right i mean you took a a pretty good dinger there right i mean uh you know how, how's everything with the body everything good Yeah, everything's feeling a lot better. Uh, That day, obviously, you know, I was hurting pretty
6: bad. And a couple weeks after that, my ribs were still pretty sore. But um, I healed up, and I'm ready for L.A. Uh, I got to come back strong for the last race of the season.
2: Yeah. Well, and and remind me, and I I was trying to think back when I kind of did, when I was kind of previewing the interview, um, your debut in GRC, two or three years ago was it at LA or did you do two rounds that year or was it just the final round in LA no my first race was at in North Carolina at with okay. June and then that same year I did a race uh, the final in LA okay yeah uh, I couldn't I couldn't remember if you did if you did a round before LA or if you just did LA so uh, I mean you're obviously you're familiar with uh, with this track I mean I'm sure it changes a bit year to year but uh um, you know, let's kind of talk about this year because I know talking with you at the beginning of the year, um, it, it, one of the big things was is you wanted that championship. Right. And uh, and I mean, it, it was there. You've been strong all year long, uh, you know, up until, uh, you know, the way things happened in Seattle. But you got to be pretty, pretty happy with uh, with the way. You know, the way things have been shaping up with your career. I mean, I know coming in, you didn't have a lot of experience in rallycross, And you've gone from, you know, not having a lot of experience to being the guy in lights. I mean, you're one of, you know, you can count one, two, maybe three guys that you think are going to win every weekend. And you're one of those guys. I mean, that's got to feel pretty good for you to be in that position. Yeah,
6: no, it feels amazing for sure. And I can't thank the the Dirtfish team enough for helping me out and giving me a place to train and stuff. And um, we've progressed a lot over as a team over the past couple of years. So I'm really happy about that. And, you know, racing against Cyril, who is now the championship leader and he's, he won the championship this year. Um, he's racing against him is, is an honor because beating him is like beating the best lights driver out there because he's won the FIA world rally cross championships. And now he's won the GRC championship. And yeah, I've definitely done a lot better this year than I have than I did last year, and I was consistent and it it stinks that uh, Seattle ended up the way it did, but um, there 's still a chance for me to get second, so that 's what i 'm going for in l a
2: yeah well and, and you know how how is, you know how has it been with you i mean obviously you 're surrounded by rally whether you 're there in Vermont. Um, when you're there at Dirtfish in Seattle, I mean, you know, how has that played into, uh, you know, to your evolution? I know you got a background, you know what I mean, in motocross and things like that. But wherever you go, you're surrounded by rally, and I mean, you've got some of the best minds, you know, uh, in rally in the United States. There, you know what I mean, to pick their brains. I mean, how how has that been? Whether it be on the Vermont and the Subaru Rally Team side or there at, at Dirtfish, I mean, you know, and obviously having cars at your disposal to be able to train, you know, at Dirtfish. I mean, how has that been for you? I mean, it's got to you know it feel pretty good to be able to ping questions off these people that know so much knowledge
6: yeah for sure because when i'm at the races and stuff i can go over the subaru team and i i talk to chris atko and patrick sandell about the track and and see what they think about this turn or that turn and and then i go to the Dirtfish team and they all know about everything about rallycross we've been doing it for two years now so um, I really trust the Dirtfish team, and I can come out here and train and test, and they help me get faster using my skills. And it's it's really nice to have so many people that are backing me up, and um, I just couldn't ask for any more. You know, this the only reason I'm where I'm at now is because of uh, Dirtfish and and the people I've been surrounded by. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, and that being said, obviously, you know, you you become one of the top guys, you know, in the lights division. Uh, You know, I know, obviously, for one reason or another, uh, you know, the championship kind of eluded you this year. Um, But I know, you know, you you had said, you know, long term, you really want to have that supercar ride. But you you also said that you would really like a lights championship before you even started pursuing that. I mean, uh, you know, looking at 2018, I know it's still early. But, um, you know, do you feel like you're going to be in lights another year and, and try and go for that championship? Or do you think I think there's a shot that uh that maybe you jump up the uh jump up the ladder a bit yeah you know
6: that's i honestly i have no idea no one no one really knows until the summer uh until the beginning of next year what's going to happen um i mean there's been talk where i'm going to stay in lights and race fia or or i'll stay in lights and race grc it all depends you know if a supercar ride says hey yeah you want to drive then of of course i'll hop in but those chances are slim and Um, You know, we just have to wait for the right opportunity. We have to wait for the right call. Um, It's all just a little bit of a waiting game until the season starts coming back around next year. But um, as long as I'm driving, I'll be happy. Like you said, I really wish I could have a a life championship before I move up into the super car because that's kind of like a milestone. But um, we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah. Well, how has it been this year, too? I mean, uh, you know, James, your teammate, James Rimmer, I mean, it's a two-car team now. Uh, You know, you guys have become pretty close friends. Uh, You know, he's a young gun kind of like you. I mean, he's had some really phenomenal results this year for, you know, for his first really full-time year in GRC Lights. But, I mean, how how has that been for you, having a teammate there? I mean, you get double the data, you get double the knowledge. I mean, how has it been with a two-car effort? Yeah, it's actually helped out a lot more than I thought it would because –
6: you know, after practice or each race, we pull data from both cars and we can look at where he's faster than me and where I'm faster than him and we can pinpoint the perfect lines on the track and where we need to be and what gear we need to be in for each turn. And uh, just having someone there to talk to about the track is is really helpful. And yeah, he's improved so much this year. You know, he's gotten so much faster and he's doing really well. Like in Seattle, you know, it was such bad luck that he got taken out in that turn because he probably would have won every single race on Sunday because he was just on fire and I was, I was so happy to see him out front and everything, even though I couldn't be out there. But um, yeah, no,
2: it's been great. Having a, having a teammate like James
6: uh, with me this year, because me and him are such good friends.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, heading into, uh, heading into the finale in Los Angeles, I mean, it's, you know, I got to say, you got to feel like you're in a pretty good position here, right? Because, uh, you know, you don't ha- at this point. You don't really have to worry about. Uh, you don't have to worry about the championship. It's not like you can lose it. You've got nothing to lose, basically, right? So you feel like you can go into L.A. and it just guns a-blazing and leave it all on the line, right? I mean, you can take chances that normally you possibly couldn't. I mean, it's got to be a pretty good feeling for you going into L.A. Knowing, hey, man, uh, I got nothing to lose here. We can drop the hammer and uh, you know and just go for this thing, right? Yeah, you know, it's not a double it's not a
6: doubleheader weekend like it norm like the final uh, round normally is so um and like you said i don't have anything to lose i know i can't win the championship now but it's possible for me to get a second place so all i need to do is race as hard as i can and do what i need to do to to get out front either behind or ahead of surreal and uh as long as i'm ahead of travis picoy and christian brooks um there shouldn't be a problem with me getting a a second place in the championship this year so that's what i'm going for
2: yeah. Well, I got to ask, I mean, you coming in here, you had the motocross background and, uh, you know, what what's the biggest thing in these couple of years that you've been in, uh, you know, in GRC lights? I mean, what was the biggest thing coming in that you've learned that you didn't expect? You had no idea it was coming. And now you look back and you're like, oh, wow. You know, that, that was so different than the way I thought it would be. I mean, what's the biggest thing you've learned your couple of years in GRC lights?
6: Probably just how professional it is. You know, how, competitive everything is you know every driver here wants to win and they don't leave anything out on the track you know they they're not afraid to hit you or anything like that and um that was that was kind of different than motocross because um I was always in the amateur level so you know it was professional but just not as much as as this racing is and stuff like that and in the amateur level you know you don't see as much as many takeouts in motocross and stuff like that but in, in this, in rally cross, you know, it's, there's always bumping and banging and it was something you kind of just had to get used to, but, um, I adapted to it pretty well and I'm, uh,
2: I'm happy with how it's been going. Yeah, for sure. You're definitely doing a phenomenal job, man. Uh, well, before we let you go, uh, you know, one last question, um, uh, and I gotta, gotta ask this one. I mean, uh, you know, how has, how has it been? I mean, you, with Dirtfish, I mean, you've been bouncing around, they've put you in all these different cars. I mean, I know you went and did like some formula cars and things like that. How, how has that been? I mean, being able to, to try all your hand at all these different disciplines. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually just, it's really cool. I, I couldn't be
6: happier being on the Durfus team because I've been able to do so many different things. And like you said, I drive all kinds of different cars and I've been to Bondurant a couple of times. I drove the Dodge Viper, the Formula 4 car, or the Formula Mazda car. And just being able to drive all these different types of cars are just putting more, uh, just better things in my, in my tool belt for other cars that I drive. You know, I'm learning so much about different, uh, different cars and, um, I can take that on to other racing, and it'll help me out in other places and other cars that I drive in.
2: Yeah, I got I got to ask too. Uh, when you know, any any itch to get back in a stage rally car? I know you've uh, you've you've toyed at that now. You know, I know you said you've you know had a lot of fun with that. Any stage rallies in the future? I hope so. I'm I really am trying to do Tall Pines actually because it's kind of
6: close to home. So um, I really do want to get back in a in a rally car, an all-wheel drive rally car this time and and see what I can do with that. Um, stage rally is one of my favorites, and that's what I mostly grew up around. So I'm really
2: hoping to to get in a rally car seat before the end of the year. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it, man. Good luck this weekend in uh, L.A. Looking forward to seeing Dirtfish on top of the box. And uh, uh, I'm predicting, I don't know, one, two with you and James maybe. I think uh, that would be a good way to cap off the year. But uh, thanks for calling in, my friend. Thank you very much, Jim. All right. Take it easy, Connor. Bye. Bye. And that was Connor Martell with Dirt Fish Rally School, Team Dirtfish and GRC Lights. They're racing the finale this weekend in Los Angeles. We'll be back after this on the Down or Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
16: Life. It's made up of the simple day-to-day moments that keep us all running on full, full of joy, passion, and restlessness. It's singing full on to your car radio with the windows wide open. It's a whole bunch of early morning rush hours and a few late-night runs for Rocky Road. It's full of pit stops and drive throughs It's life, and we live it between fill-ups at Valero. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. At Valero, we believe life gets lived between every fill-up. So whether you go down the road on two wheels or four... Whether your Wednesday night is spent racing to the grocery store or down a track. And whether you're dropping off the mail, the pizza, the kids, or all of the above. We're here to make sure you're never running on empty. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com.
7: If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace. Dr. Approved Medical will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces at little or no cost to you. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us, 800-816-0365. Don't let your knee pain get worse. Call now and get free shipping plus a free pedometer, 800-816-0365, 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply, promo subject to qualification while supply. Last.
11: Right now at the Home Depot, Ortho Bug Begone 32 ounce concentrate, ready to spray, or 10 pound bag is your choice. Two for just 10 bucks. There's no magic to making bugs disappear, but there is Bug Be Gone. It'll knock out over a hundred types of insects for fewer pests in your lawn and more money in your pocket. Start your own disappearing act with Ortho Bug Be Gone, Your choice. Two for just 10 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Out through August 2nd while supplies last, U.S. only. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 754 4531 That's 800-754-4531.
1: Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast and be sure to rate, review and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Right now we're going to cut to a Q&A segment Amy and I recorded last week for Project Action on Podcast One. So it's all relevant. It's all Baja and uh, Monster Energy Cup questions. We thought we'd drop that in the show this week because we had a ton of fun doing it. And just to show you guys what you're missing by not listening to Project Action. So here's Amy and I wrapping on uh, all your fan questions. Next questions, uh Ben and Pomona, two-parter. Um, predictions for Monster Energy Cup. And uh, what do you guys think about R- Red Bull Straight Rhythm this year and the new 250 two-stroke class they're having? Uh, yeah. So um, I'm
3: loving the two-stroke class. Yeah. It- obviously, Ronnie Max kind of came out and, uh, you know, obviously he's on a little bit of a clapped-out vintage bike, but, Ronnie Mac definitely put it down to the two-strokes. I feel like two-strokes are coming back yeah. in style. Well, it's Chad like-
2: Reed. Chad Reed said he's going to race uh, He's going to race straight rhythm on a two-stroke. Like, that's yeah, badass. Yeah,
3: everybody is chained into a two-stroke. Have you seen all the pros in their off-season hopping on a two-stroke? That's because, you know, they've been bit- beating their bodies on these four-strokes forever, and they have, so you know, crazy seasons, and they're just focused on winning, 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 man, you get on a two-stroke, you're having some fun, it's like a change of pace, and, uh, you know, I've seen so many riders post videos of them ripping two-strokes, it's been awesome, it's really cool to see, but, um yeah, no, I think it's going to definitely make things interesting, and it's like a trend, you know, trends come and go, and they come and go, and, you know, Skinny jeans were once in when the punk, you know, the oh, punk was around, jeans. and then they went away. And baggy pants are in, and skinny jeans are in again. Like it's just like the two-stroke. The two-stroke is back in style. It is super gangster, and everybody wants one. Yeah. And just so you guys know, you know, if you've been following my social media, you know that I have Black Betty, my 2003 YZ250 two-stroke. Well, I haven't fully announced it, so I think I'm going to give the privilege to the podcast, the first unveiling of my new toy, and her name is White Lightning, and it is a 2005 YZ252 stroke, but honestly, the difference from the 2003 to 2005 is night and day difference. I love this bike so much more, and just wait till you see White Lightning, so now I have Black Betty and White Lightning, and... And these strokes are on point. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, there, there's rumors, and this has been floating around for a while, and I've seen stuff recently as of in the past week floating around the Internet, that Honda is going to bring back the CR500. And I'm just saying, if oh. Honda brings back a CR500, yeah. put me on the list. I am buying one day one. Like, well, I'm pretty
3: sure Kim Hood is already on the list and has been on that list for like 17 years.
2: So, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I mean, his
3: uh, he has a pretty gangster 500 for the ice, and he actually boarded out to a 575. Holy thing is crap, just on airways. Yeah, but um, that, that that'd be cool. I, I really wish Honda would bring back their their two strokes. They had it. The last year their two thousand and seven one twenty five was such a great bike and uh I don't I see in the near future Honda coming back with their one twenty five or and 250 two fifty two stroke, but that one twenty five is probably one of the funnest bikes I've ever ridden in my life. And it was um actually Weston Pike's Mechanics had sold his super done up one twenty five and two fifty to a friend of my dad's here in Winnipeg and I got to ride them and oh so much fun.
10: Yeah,
2: I'm definitely I'm a two-stroke fan, uh, for sure. I know Amy is. Like, I don't know. It's got me excited about straight rhythm. Not that straight rhythm isn't exciting, but I think that bringing in two-strokes, it's gonna be rad. So definitely, I'm excited about that. Predictions for Monster Energy Cup, like Amy said. Like, I don't know. I haven't really studied a whole ton. I know the big news, Barsha, he's going to be running a privateer yeah, Honda. Um, yeah, private that, That's some pretty big news. Um, you know, so I, I don't he know. He has no
3: sponsorship. He sucked the bed this year. No offense. I mean, yeah. offense taken if you're listening to Barsha. But, uh, you know, he was he was always a top runner. He was always at the top of the pack. And he was somebody that I thought would be giving Tomek for a run for his money. And, you know, he just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. I know he's had some injuries, but... A little disappointed with his performance. But um, I honestly think we're talking Monster Energy Cup. Cooper Webb is going to be the, the yes, wild card. Yes. You know, he had some solid, solid finishes last year come the end of Supercross in the 450s. And now I just think he's kind of done his homework, had a good outdoor season, and this kid's ready to rock. He's ready to win some money. And I think, uh, I think he's going to do really good.
2: Like, seriously, I mean, obviously Tomac's going to be strong. Um, you've got Anderson, yeah. who you can never count out. And then Davey, oh, yeah. let, let's not forget about Davy Millsaps. He won Monster Energy Cup in 2014. So, you know, Millsaps is there too. Like, you know, I don't know. There's a list of guys. This is, it's three races. It's tough. You've got to, it's not just winning one. You've got to win three. Like it's, you know, that's what makes yeah, it so fun. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: but that's the thing. Yeah, it is is a wild card. So you have to tick into consistency. Boom. We all know Tomac ain't got no consistency (laughs) and it's, uh, a very aggressive, you know, we got a million dollars on the line that those first and second motos is what counts. And I I just think you're going to see a lot of people putting a lot on the line in their riding style, but this is also one of those races that you don't see some of the top of the top guys because they don't want to take that risk before a Supercross season starts and, you know, potentially get hurt or, or whatnot. So you do kind of see, like, we'll call it, like, the A-plus tier and then the A-tier and then the BCs and D's and whatnot. I feel like those top A-plus tier, like, level riders, like, I who are in the hunt for a, a Supercross championship are might pull themselves out of Monster Energy Cup. Unlike other riders who, yeah, you know what, they might be an A-plus rider. Are they a the contender for a Supercross championship? Maybe not. So I feel like this is where you get some of these wild cards that, um, you know, people who are unexpected because they they might not be ultimately focusing on a Supercross championship. Yes, podium. Yes, whatever. But, you know, I, I just think you get a little different mix-up. So uh, I'm interested, too. Energy Cup is always a great time. It's always exciting and i just loved when ryan denji missed a joker lane play (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. well and and that's the thing you know you're talking about it and there's a lot of guys who will show up that are a plus guys and if they have a bad first moto finish fifth or sixth they just just quit they quit and they're like oh we'll let the other guys because if you win and you don't win all three you only get a hundred grand which to me is a massive amount of money but to the top tier guys i mean they're there for the million (laughs) million. so um Yeah, yeah
3: they are and like that's true you do see a lot of people line up and if they don't you know if they don't win you have to win the first moto you have to so um yeah it should be interesting and it's always it's always kind of cool to see who doesn't show up too like i feel like that is kind of almost an announcement for like hey i'm putting in the work here i'm in i'm in to win supercross so, I always like to see, and again, I, I had to really fo- like focus and follow along this year a lot more. I was obviously extremely occupied with Monster Dam, but, um, you know, I'm hoping to have some more opportunities to watch a couple more Supercrosses and, um, you know, follow up with my friends. It's been a long time that I've, listened. I used to go to Supercross, like, every year for three years and in a row, like, almost all of them. So, it's, uh, it's not as fun watching it from the sidelines or from my show office room after my shows, but. Um, my supercross fantasy pool sucks. So I need to brush up on my rider knowledge <laughs> because last year I did horrible. <laughs> I kept betting on my friends and they were really letting me down.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So next two questions are kind of aimed at me, and then we've actually got some questions aimed right at Amy. So uh, next two ones I'll try and knock out. Um, Jim, uh, this is Matt in San Diego, by the way. First, uh, these next two questions are both from him. Um, uh, Jim, serious pick. To win the Baja 1000 point-to-point this year in trophy truck, oh, serious picks. So you don't want like my friendly picks and stuff like that. All right, I, I'm gonna give you three names. Um, one, Andy McMillan, dudes won just about everything in the past two years. Yeah, um, he's safe bet. Guy's on point. He's gonna be really, really tough to beat. Um so I think Andy's a safe bet. And all three of these are safe bets. But Rob McCachron, I mean this guy's won how many in a row now in Baja? The thousand? Um and I think he's teaming with Voss again. Like Rob is gonna be ridiculously tough to beat. Um and then my third one, and because of how he's approaching this year uh bryce menzies bryce is only running a handful of events this year so he can concentrate strictly on those events we saw it in Cranon. he took like a month and a half off before and he went back there and won every division and swept the entire weekend and won everything and he's taking that approach for the baja 1000 he's not running any of the desert events leading up to it and he's concentrating strictly on that race so when you got a guy putting that much money and that much dedication to it he's going to be tough to beat so I would say your winner in trophy truck is going to boil down to Andy, Rob, Mack, and Bryce. Not to say that Robbie Gordon's not going to play in or BJ Baldwin, but I think those three are safe bets if we're if we're talking real and not like favorites here, right? So um, th- those are my picks for Baja. Um, and then the next one, the sport of off road racing is evolving. This is still Matt in San Diego, He's a desert racing guy. I like it. Um, what do you think we will see technology wise in the top divisions of the sport in trophy truck in the desert? And Pro Four in short course, uh, trophy truck. That's easy, man. Uh, we're seeing it right now. It's kind of why I'm going UTV stuff. They price me out of the game, man. They're going to all-wheel drive, sequential gearboxes, uber lightweight, aerospace parts, aerodynamic carbon fiber bodies. Like Bryce Menzies has a million-plus dollar truck being built right now, all-wheel drive, and things looks like a you know looks like a fighter jet. It's crazy. So. Um, you know, the gearbox technology is going crazy. I mean, electronic suspension, Rob McAffron's got electronically controlled suspension where he pushes a button on the dash and it can lower the truck when he gets in high speed sections. Like we're getting crazy stuff going on. So, um, that's kind of the future and it's not like the future we're talking like in the next 12 months. Uh, pro four. Um, I don't know as much about short course. I know obviously sequential gearboxes came in, made a big difference there. Um, Kyla Duke, he's pushing the limits with his, with the aerodynamics. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do, but he's really using aerospace tubing with different angles to help cut wind drag and things like that. So, uh, pro four is innovating, you know, but I don't know if it's technologically. I think it's going to be like aerodynamic wise and things like that. So, um, yeah, good questions, Matt in San Diego. Um, next one, this is Kelly in Baltimore for Amy. Um, Amy, I saw you in in Monster Jam earlier this year. I'm assuming, I'm assuming maybe the Baltimore show. Were you in Baltimore this year? I sure was. Oh, okay, well, Kelly must saw you in Baltimore. But, uh, uh, Hi, Kelly. Yeah, so what was the first, and this isn't even a Monster Jam question, which is funny. Uh, what was the first age Ooh. you tried a dirt bike? Uh, what kind of bike was it, and uh, what made you try riding a dirt bike? So...
3: um. You know, a lot of people don't really know now because I have a new fan base of Monster Jam. So a lot of people don't know how I started getting into this crazy world of motor and action sports. But um, it's actually because of my dad. My dad is two-time Canadian national champion and an over-40 and over-50 world vet motocross champion. Like The guy is a legend. He's 62 years old and can still beat half of the 18-year-old kids out there. Like, it's, he's gnarly. So, And I'm an only child. So uh, you know, my mom and dad used to go to the races together every weekend and travel around. And then, then I came around and they just kept doing the same thing. I, you know, I was born at the motocross track and I grew up at the races and I, I had a little PW 50, like the little old blue ones, a little PW with big old training wheels on when I was two years old. And that was my first dirt bike, but, um, I wasn't ever pressured into racing. Like I, I had a bike. I could ride it when I want to, but there was no 50 class back then. Like I'm talking, you know, probably 20, 25 years ago, there was no 50 CC class and it was just me and this other girl, you know, another daughter of one of the pro riders who just kind of rode around, rode our little bikes around in the pits and, and we had fun with it. But over the years, I think I was maybe four. And my dad started the first 50 class in Manitoba so that we could race. It was me and Vicky and then another boy and we were the first little kids and it was awesome but you know years went on and you know sometimes I was interested and sometimes I wasn't some, some years I I did gymnastics and swimming and taekwondo and a whole bunch of different sports but I remember getting dead last in super mini class all the time and I hated it I hated getting beat by the boys so I started going to practice days with my dad on my 80 and, and riding more and practicing more and actually listening to what he had to say <laughs> about how to do this jump and how to turn that corner. And um, I just remember I you know, had a really good year. I worked really hard, and I finished third overall in, like, a full-stack 45-rider super mini class in the boys' class. And I knew from that day forward that I wanted to kick all the guys' butts all throughout the rest of my life.
2: All right, and uh, those are some Q&As. You can get more of that on Project Action on Podcast One. Uh, but we're going to come back and uh, wrap things up here on the Down and Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor
14: blue goo a try call one 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 330 123 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dothegoo.com now available at select big five stores near you
1: like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe
2: welcome back to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor another fun show don't forget we got that grc finale coming up at you this weekend in los angeles be airing on tv on nbc but we got a big big weekend for tv um not only that but uh the 14th we got uh uh, we've got Crandon. That's right. Red Bull Signature Series from Crandon. Uh, I was back there, did some radio and hosting and event work. And uh, you should listen to that podcast I did. Uh, it's on podcast one. But uh, yeah, it's at 12 Pacific uh, on the 14th on NBC. Uh, we got Crandon, part of the Red Bull Signature Series. Then the 15th. Uh, At 2 o'clock Pacific on ABC, we've got the UTV World Championship, the Players Razor UTV World Championship as part of the World of X Games. So uh, I'm telling you, man, it is a packed weekend uh, for you fans. Of, uh, you know, you fans of off-road, that's for sure. Throw in some Red Bull GRC, and then, oh, yeah, Monster Energy Cup, man. It's pack weekend. Four big events. Uh, Big shout-out to our good friends at Polaris, uh, Razor, Gentle Tire, Subaru, Casey Alley, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Impact, OTSFF, Optimus, Terra Cross, the Blue Resort and Casino, and our friends at uh, GenuinePolarisParts.com. Don't forget to use that coupon code, GenuinePolarisParts.com, slash Jim Beaver, and you'll get a discount when you use that URL. Uh, give me a follow. It's at beaver 15 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Amy is at AmyHood71. Don't forget, please go over and uh, subscribe to the Down and Dirty Radio Show as well as Project Action on iTunes and that dis- discount coupon code for Dirtfish Rally School is JB Dirtfish. We got a pack show coming at you next week. Massive guest list. Be ready for that. Be safe this weekend. Tune in, let me know your picks. Always like to hear from you on social media. Be safe as always. Game on.